Hey guys, how you living? Are you doing well? Good, glad to hear that. For the first episode of 2019, episode number 92, I literally just hit, I was getting frustrated with the video, having trouble getting the video to come up. Finally restarted everything and got it to go. And I just started talking, and I had no plans of what to talk about whatsoever except for uh, one thing in which I talk about in the middle. But um, I, I rambled about gambling and being and, and, and things going well. I bragged a little bit about, about myself and dollars and such and bragged a little bit about uh, be, getting on top of some things and something, some things I'm very proud of. And uh, gave you a little bit of a taste of what's going to happen for the rest of the year. Um, but anyway, I'm not going to give you any more spoilers for the content. So just listen for that. And uh, Okay, so our one-year anniversary is coming up of MI Stuff. Going to be doing something special for that. Maybe try to get some uh, a special guest or a couple special guests. And uh, going to be doing something really cool for that. I have been, uh, and I said this in the, uh, I said this in the outro, that I now am keeping, I'm keeping dates now with the for the podcast episodes, and I am doing events. I'm posting events on the Facebook page as well as to who's going to be on and when that's going to be happening, so that it'll make it easier for you guys to keep up with things. Um, but to do so. I'm going to need you to go to the Facebook page and like us on the Facebook page and so you can keep up with who's going to be on and when they're going to be on. And also, if you could go to the Instagram and the Twitter page and follow us, MI Stuff, on Instagram and Twitter. And follow, subscribe to my channel, Kelsey Hudgens, on YouTube. That would really be awesome. So, yeah, if you could just do all that, that'd be great. It's been a really good year so far, you know? Two days in, I think this is going to be the one. I think this is my year. Somebody told me the other day, you need to, and I was, I put on Facebook, 2018 was a really good year for me, so I'm like, bring it 2019. Like, I'm ready. Come on. Somebody was like, man, you need to share some of that good luck, and I'm like, bro, it's your life. You are in control. Own it. You are in control of everything that happens in your life. It is your life. And people who say, oh, no, some things happen that are out of your control. Yeah, I'll give you that. But nine times out of ten, you're in control of everything that happens in your life. Because it's your life. You're running it. It's your shit. Own it. Do your thing. Do whatever it is that makes you you. Do whatever it is that makes you unique. That's that's what, that's what you got to do to be happy. You got to do the things that make you feel good. And some things that might make you feel good might not be good for you. Those might not be the best things to do. You need to do the things that make you feel fulfilled, that make you feel like you are making a difference in the world, that you are being different than everybody else. Because if you were just like everybody else, what would we need you for? We need you to be unique. We need you to be different. We need you to be whoever you are at all costs and be you as hard as you can. Where did all that come from? Be you. Do you as hard as you can. This is your life. Take control of it. If you have something going on in your life that you need to handle, handle that shit. There ain't nobody else out there that can handle it for you. You are the one that needs to do it. You are the one who can do it. You have the power to do it. 
All it takes is to do it. The hardest part into getting anything done in your own life is deciding that it has to be done. But once you decide that it has to be done, then it's over. It's all over with then. It's all done but the crying. It's all over. Once you decide it needs to be done, that's when shit changes. All right. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, episode number 92 of MI Stuff. Happy New Year. I love you. Enjoy, motherfuckers. Like, I, I can do as much as I want to do for the rest of my life with any other credit company, but the one company that gave me this card and coming up around, it was like right after Christmas, cold, going right into the new year, and I called I called January Coinstar season, and uh, it's just the time of year where everybody in our industry, everybody around us is just broke, and it's no fun. But I call January Coinstar season. So that being said, I get an email from my credit card company saying the deposit that you gave us to start your credit card is being mailed back to you in check form. And we've upped your balance by an Uber amount. And that was just the coolest thing ever going into the wintertime. Not saying that. And it's probably a ploy. They're like, we know these folks don't have a lot of money. Let's go ahead and give them all of this this money around the end of the year and go ahead and let them run it up and go ahead and let them run these credit up so we can make all the money off of them. And I'm sure there's a lot of morons out there that will take that bait <clears throat> and go out there and just spend all of the dollars like immediately, just just go, go out shopping and whatnot. But like... That was like I was I was struggling. I was looking at my books and I was like, man, am I gonna be able to make it through this? You know, like, am I gonna be able to make it solid? You know, I'm gonna be get get rent and cable and electric and all this stuff. Am I gonna be able to float all this by myself right now? And I, the answer is yes. But I wasn't gonna have a lot of you know any any kind of life. I wasn't gonna be able to go go out to to do anything. I'd go play trivia, but I would you know have to play eat with what we won, and you just feel. You, you don't feel your best when you don't have dollars and when you don't have that that sort of financial backing behind you. And and I say financial backing, I mean you you don't feel so good when you don't have you know when you're not up on your dollars. And man, they send me that shit. They send me that email and say, "Hey man, we got you. Uh, here's your deposit back, and also." Here's a lot more dollars that'll that'll give you a a bigger window of what you can spend in a given you know a given amount of time. And man, I said, dude, they done made me a fan for life. They want to come out here and give me my dollars back at a time when I actually can use it and give me a little bit of extra, give me a little bit of extra credit on my account. And a higher limit of what I can spend on my card that that makes me be able to breathe a little easier. Not that I'm going to do that, or that I need to needed to do that, but just it's nice to have that kind of a window and uh, that kind of a you know sort of. It's nice to have that there. And not only that, I can't say this on the podcast. I was just about to say something that I really probably shouldn't say in. in uh, in public, I, I we don't we're not supposed to do this in the state of South Carolina. So if you tell on me, then you're a fucking rat. But uh, 
I hit I hit the squares the other night on the Alabama Alabama uh, Oklahoma game. I hit three squares in a row. If you don't know what squares is, I'm not going to explain it to you. Google it. But uh, I hit first, second, and third quarter on one square, and I, I got six squares, but I hit on one of them. And that was. And by the way, when when are we just going to go ahead and legalize gambling all around? Because it's it's dumb that it's not legal. People want to do what they want to do with their own dollars. The, the government should not get involved in that. Now, granted, drugs, a different story. I, but you guys know how I feel about that. I think all the drugs should be legal as well. But drugs is a different thing. Like, who, who, who out here literally just gambles themselves to death? How many people do you hear gambling themselves to death? Outside of those who are picked off because they, they owed bookies or whatever. But I don't see the issue. And it's probably going to be within the... That'll be that'll be Trump's ploy for 2020. He's going to legalize pot and legalize gambling nationwide. Let the let the people do it. Everybody does it anyway. They've got the damn apps on their phone that everybody can do it online. Shit, it's through Vegas, and it works everywhere. Everybody uses it, and it's just there's already there. Which voting should be the same way. You should be able to just vote through your app and on your phone. Damn it! If they can figure it out. Oh, you've tried to log into your phone too many times. <laughs> if they can do that simple thing, they can they can make sure that uh, one fingerprint is only allowed to vote once. I don't know. That might be a little little more difficult to pull off. But then again, why? Uh, who knows? So, sorry. Wow. Apparently, it's been a while since I've talked to uh, you guys. <laughs> but. Going back to my going back to my deal, I hit the squares. I hit first, second, third quarter. I don't understand, and and and, and I'm like worried about this, like saying this because I'm in South Carolina. But who gives a shit? Is it really that big of a deal? Is it really that big of a deal to to gamble? It do I will say this. I remember when um, I bet I bet my sisters, I bet my sisters may remember this. They were really young. But I remember when my dad had this convenience store and it was right around the corner from, from the house I grew up in pretty much. I could walk down the railroad tracks there. It was probably about a mile away. Um, but he had this convenience store and that was back before David Beasley had pulled all the poker machines out of, out of the stores and whatnot. And we had a poker machine. We had some shamrocks, sevens in there, and uh, uh, like basically a, a, a roulette game, basically. And this this woman came in one day and just went to the poker machine, started playing poker, and a few minutes later, uh, the little girl walked in, went over, and I obviously deduced that it was the daughter of the woman playing poker. And said, when are we going to leave? And Ma said, go back in the car. I'll be out there in a minute. Blah, blah, blah. Kid goes back out to the car. Comes back in a few minutes later. When are we going to go? When are we going to leave? I gotta, we we got to get some shoes. And uh, Mom was like, go back and wait in the car. We we Go go wait in the car, whatever. And then the little girl comes back in uh, a little bit later. You told me that you were going to take me to get a pair of shoes. By this time, this woman had literally sat there and put her entire, like, worth into this machine. 
she had she had spent all of her dollars on this machine and now apparently had zero money to go buy this little girl shoes and i know this sounds like a story out of a a, a, a hard a paperback book but it's not this really happened and my grandma my granny was working the store and i was up there with her that day she went and bought a pair of shoes for this little girl and because this woman was a regular in there she always came in there she always left the kids in the car and would come in the store and play poker machine and leave the kids in the car my granny bought this this little girl shoes and gave them to her like next day or a few days later but that is a situation where it's a problem and but you know what here i'm gonna go ahead and say this that's no more of a problem than people who drink too much. That's no more of a problem than somebody who goes and gets hammered and gets all and gets, you know, gets fucked up with all their dollars and then doesn't have enough money to provide for their families, but alcohol's legal. And that's that kills more people every day than gambling probably ever has. Outside of, you know, mob related shit and whatnot, or, or you know, strong arming people. But but seriously, is that any different is, is that any different than alcohol? Is that any different than drinking? I don't think so. Yeah, I think drinking is way worse. I think that alcohol if and I saw this thing, I don't know where it is. It I'm gonna say Tokyo, but I know that that's not right. I know that it's somewhere else, but it's definitely not America. Has has decided to raise their drinking age by a substantial amount, and I think that's the greatest idea ever. I told somebody the other night that uh, I think that certain places should, I think that America should bump bump it up to like twenty five. Because listen, there's so much in working in the bar industry and, and being in in that environment so much. The amount of difference in the mentality in the 21 to 25 year olds to that of the 25 up year olds are just vast. It's like a 21 year old is, is an adult that's learning how to be an adult. By the time you're 25, either you're going to have it figured out or you're not. And, and that's, I, I think that's, that's the case. I, I might've not had it figured out by 25 yet, but I'm a late bloomer. <laughs> Anyway, that's beside the point. I, I heard that they're upping the the drinking age to a to a substantial amount, and I could go and look this up right now, but I don't want to take time away from speaking. So, but that's that's a great idea, I think, and that's so much worse. Alcohol and drinking is so much worse for people than than gambling, and uh, I I think. And because the actual act of drinking can literally kill somebody, the actual act of gambling cannot. So therefore, gambling greater than drinking, and one is legal and one is not. And that's just that seems like you have an issue. But and I and I was young. I was too young to know what the issue really was with the with the poker machines. But. It could have been some religious deal to where you're not supposed to gamble. I know there's a lot of church people who are very much against gambling and using your money unwisely, but the key word, your money. It's your money. You do what you want with your money. And I don't see anything I don't see anything wrong with somebody who wants to use their dollars that way. And wow, I totally had no I no no expectations of speaking about gambling when I first got on here, but 
I had to uh, validate myself and, and hitting on the squares. But, yeah, and you know what? I went out of my car. I was like, how much dollars do I got in here? I was like, I can get, I got like $30. I can get six squares. They were $5 a piece. So I was like, you know what? I can't afford to spend this these dollars that are in my car. I hit those. It's just been some good, it's been a good last couple of weeks, man. All this, all this came at the right time because I got my new mattress. I told you guys about, got to be paying on that. And that's some expensive shit. Got all this extra credit on my my credit card. That way, if I fall short on being able to do this thing in cash, I will have an option. And that's so nice. Not only that, my credit score bumped up by like 200 points over the last, ever since I've been trying to get my credit score up. I went from the high 400s to now I'm right at 700. I'm like 691. And I don't even give a shit. I'll give you my credit score. I'm proud of it. I'm happy about it. So, excuse me. That being said, all of that is technically, sorry, I keep. I can't, this, this throat shit's killing me. All of that is a precursor to the thing that I really wanted to talk about today. <laughs> but since I, I, I skipped out on doing the one Sunday, I uh, feel like I owe you extra content. And by the way, all of the podcasts that I listened to took off the entire week of, of Christmas and New Year's and just about every one of them didn't release over the, the last couple of weeks. And so I... I I think it was foolish of me to believe that I could actually uh, find the will to actually get up and make this happen over the last couple of days. But we're back on schedule now, so here we are. I saw this thing on the news a while ago. I like to watch the news while I'm, I like to watch TV while I'm playing. I did this gig from five to nine at Moto's up in North Myrtle Beach, well Cherry Grove actually, which is, by the way. I usually do that gig with uh, Cornbread or Cornbread Duo. I never had this room by myself. And I was like, man, I'm really going to go in here with just a guitar and no low end on no drum, no rhythm section. I'm going to go in here and this is not going to be what these guys think. They're going to see me and they're going to expect the Cornbread thing. But I'm a little bit different than the Cornbread by myself. And I went in there and killed that room. It was absolutely amazing. And I could not have wished for a better gig in a in a situation mentally that I was not prepared for. I was not mentally prepared for as good of a crowd as I had and as as well as they responded. So that was really cool. But anyway, in the middle of this gig I'm watching the news and there was apparently in God rest this girl's soul who uh passed away after a lion escaped its containment in a zoo and I could I, I now, granted, the sound wasn't on, and I was just watching, so I, I was trying to piece this together. I should have looked up the article on the way, but I didn't want to waste any time getting uh, content, you guys. So, that being said, this lion apparently escaped this enclosure and killed one of the caretakers. And on the mic, I said to the people, I'm like, so here's what happens when you try to play God. You take a lion... Out of its natural habitat, whether it's born in captivity or not, that's not its natural habitat. And you place it inside all these fences and stuff, and it's not, it, it doesn't take a lion from the wild and placed into captivity to know that that's just not where you're supposed to be. A lion born into captivity can know this is not normal. This isn't, this isn't what I was made for. But then all of a sudden, this, this lion 
gets loose and kills somebody and ever and they make they make it noteworthy and put it on the news and I understand that it sucks when somebody loses their life but at what point do you think taking a lion out of its natural habitat in the wild and putting it into this contained situation and it said uh the the caption was lion Lion something chaos. And I'm like, this is chaos to you. But to that lion, this is absolutely normal. That's what lions do. You take this big cat out of this situation and put it in a different situation and expect for it to just just act like your domesticated animals that, uh, that, that just come over when you call them and let you pet them and blah, 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 whatever. That's not how this shit works. These are beasts. They are monsters. They are literally the... They're they're literally the bringers of death, and you want to try to be like domesticate this thing? That's not gonna happen. It'll never happen, and that's not how it works. And what's awful is that this is this is just one situation that gets reported. I wonder how many times there are are deaths similar deaths that are just kept quiet by larger facilities. And then I started to think if I ever have kids, which one day I would like to, if I ever have kids, do I want to, do I want to take them to the zoo? Do I want to subject them to that sort of, to that sort of thing. And I remember going to the zoo when I was a kid and just being like amazed. And this is great. I love this. I don't know how, yeah, I don't, I don't know how this works. Very, very, very interested in all these things. And I wonder if I want to rob my child of the ability to experience that. Or if I want to instill in my child, listen, this is not, nice what they're doing to these animals these animals come from across the ocean and they're not supposed to be here they're not they're not supposed to be in this environment and this is just not right i wonder what i would do in that situation i wonder if i want to buy into that which is a whole nother argument or or not argument but that's a whole nother podcast is is whether or not it's worth it to to try to instill something like that into a child or to just let them be a child and take them to the fucking zoo. Hmm. Wow. That went crazy real quick. Um, so that happened. And then there was right up, right after that, there was a, some family had dropped a toddler into a rhino, into a, a, a rhino. Uh, what do you, what do you call those? Entrapment not entrapment what's it called you guys know the word i'm looking for doesn't matter but they dropped a toddler into one of those so it was like a harambe situation but apparently the the rhino just ran the child away and like that's just terrifying and then i looked i saw the enclosure i saw the the close-ups of it and i was like they would have had to michael jackson this child to get it to like drop it in there. And and by the way, there may be people who listen to this that don't get that reference. 
Michael Jacksoning is is like holding your child over the rail to he, he in his mind he wanted to show it to, to everybody, but in all actuality he was dangling his child off of a fucking balcony. So yeah, so they they obviously had to Michael Jackson this this child over the rail to show it to this rhino or whatever to for it to even fall. Like it looked like it would take effort for a child to get into this situation from an adult, like an adult had to assist with this. That's just awful. But, and I, I just did that, that, that thing happening just more validated my, my thoughts. And I'm like, man, I don't know that if you take something like, like for instance, one of these beasts break out. If one of these monsters, one of these animals breaks out, and you're at the zoo with your kids, that that immediately puts your family at risk. You and your children are then at risk of dying. Because, one, you went to go and gawk at something that is outside of its natural habitat and obviously not... And, and some of these animals could be treated well. They really could be doing, they, they, they could be living great lives. They can never miss a meal. They could be played with and have fun. They, they could live decent and healthy lives according. But still, they're not in their natural habitat, and that's not good for them. It cannot be good for them. And I don't know how, I don't know how I would feel about supporting something like that especially financially because i don't i don't want to give money to to animals to live we have a zoo right here up the road called uh god my sign says wakatee zoo yeah wakatee and I, i i say i just i remember going there as a kid and thinking man this zoo is dirty <laughs> but I don't even know if it's there anymore. I'm not, I'm really not sure, but there's just all these animals that are there and they can't, these animals cannot live a great life. They can't be happy. Like that can't be fulfilling for them to just live in those cages and just pace back and forth. Like the, like the tigers and the lion and the cartoons, like they just can't. They can't be gaining anything from that. They can't be fulfilling is what I'm saying. And, but you know what? I don't even think I really want to go to Africa and, and what, look at these things in their natural. Now I might do a safari, not like a hunting. I don't. I don't really give a shit about killing it, killing any of these creatures. I want them to live, but I want to. I want to like. I wouldn't mind knowing more about these these animals. I guess I would, if given the choice, I would want to see them in their natural habitat. Rather than in the zoo, you know, where, where they can only do zoo shit in the zoo. You know, you can only, you can only like, you know, jump on you know, circus shit, do whatever like that. But I wouldn't mind seeing what these animals act like in the wild, like how they react to, how they react to other and 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 there's a there's a thing I follow on Instagram called Nature Is Metal. By the way, follow Nature Is Metal on Instagram. If you're into, I should have said this first, there's a lot of gory shit. There's a lot of bloody shit that happens. It's like animals being animals. It's it's nature is metal. Nature being hardcore. And the other day there was this, there was this video of this, this, uh, this raven or an eagle, some sort of bird of prey that was just perched on the back of this, 
this this deer or some some sort of some sort of a uh, baby elk maybe and this this animal was just like kept pecking at this deer and you could see it like the deer is just struggling to walk and i mean i, I know that i'm sorry to give be too graphic there if, if that was too graphic but that's the kind of thing that nature as metal does but i enjoy seeing an animal be an animal and and like just just being that carnivorous creature that you are i, I enjoy seeing that and yeah, I would want to experience that more out in the wild rather than in the zoo. But I'll have to get over my fear of airplanes first <laughs> to be able to do that. So until then, I guess I'll just keep keep watching nature's metal videos on Instagram from the comfort of my home, which is the way I like to do most things from the comfort of my home, my filthy home, my dirty home. Got stuff sitting all around. Oh, so I have these uh, these awesome slippers here that my sister Kayla, thank you Kayla and Eric, love y'all, got me for Christmas. Well, they're a little they're a little uh, tight, a little tight on me. Oh, excuse me. So yeah, they're a little tight on me. So I got up with LL Bean and was like, hey, my sister got me these got me these uh slippers for christmas and they're awesome but they're a little tight i was wondering if i could exchange them and they were like well we need your sister's name and zip code so i started thinking i was like i totally just emailed ll mean right after christmas that i got a gift that was the wrong size <laughs> And I wanted to trade them in. These people think I stole these off of somebody's porch. Like, I know that's what they think. I know they think that I stole these off somebody's porch. And I'm just trying to trade them in to, to get get my size. So I text Kayla today and was like, hey, I need the name that you ordered these shoes under and your zip code that you used to order so that I can... Uh, exchange these all and they're awesome by the way like the the most comfortable things i have ever had on my feet hands down and i was like i have to i have to like i have to make these things right so i'm pretty sure that these people think that i stole these and she laughs and sends back the information that she used and her zip code and was like, here you go, you package thief. And I was like, well, I kind of do look the part. Do I look like somebody who is still a package? I bet I don't. Maybe I don't. I feel like, I feel like big people are like, like when do you ever meet a person who is just an absolute giant who's just rude and or not rude you know because I'm kind of rude sometimes but who's like a bad person do you ever meet like really bad people who are just a giant actually there's one that I'm thinking of right now ah, the worst ah, the worst I don't even care if if they know I'm, I'm not going to name any names there's one person who is a giant a big person who talked a lot of shit to the wrong person one day and got a tour around the bar, drug around like a box of fish. But that's that. <laughs> yeah, 
I guess I don't look like somebody who would steal a package, but I kind of do. Maybe if I, you know, dropped a few pounds and, uh, yeah, if I dropped some weight, I would definitely look at, look like a package thief. Like somebody who could get away. There ain't no way I could get away right now. They'll be like, he ain't stealing shit. He can't run. Look at him. He ain't going nowhere. I got no power in my hinds. I got, I got none of that. I can't run. I ain't never been good at it. Y'all can probably tell my physique shows how horrible I am at physical anything. And you know what? I will say this. I don't know if I said anything about it in the last, uh, in the podcast, but, um, I started doing P90X. I did six days in a row, six days in a row of P90X. And then I took one day off and I never did it again. And I even like, I think about it when I open up my phone, because I open up my phone and they're like, oh man, I don't want to see any of your nudes and your dick pics in there. And I'm like, man, that ain't dick pics. That's me. That's pictures of me in the mirror. Cause I'm trying, I'm taking pictures of myself every day. Like for real. And I'll do that. I'll take a picture of myself in my, in my boxers with day one, day two. And I got six days of them in there, but now I'm going to have to start to count back when I get started. Cause I really want to make a difference. And I really want to like do something different this year. I want to like, I want to last year was my year to get on top of my shit financially and like get on top of my credit and get my shit right. So that I can one day have a house and, um, be able to own something, you know, to, and I know that that's, I know that a lot of people are like, man, they get to the end of their life and they're like, I wish I would have rented instead of owns. But I want to do that. I want, that's something that I want to do. I want to own my own house. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to being able to do that probably next year, not this year. I'm, I'm probably going to be staying where I am for a good bit longer and and i'm totally fine with that because i love my i love my house i love my neighbors i got the best i, I got the best situation I, in in like for for somebody in my in my situation this is absolutely the best best option for me but anyway last year was my year to do that and get on top of all that shit and i succeeded at that and so now i want to i want to step up my game with my health and get on top of that and stay a little, stay a little more healthy because it, it's getting to that point to where now oh, my sinuses won't quit draining. It's getting to that point to where if I don't do something soon, I will never do it. Like if I don't get on top of this ASAP, I'm, I'm, uh, I'll be out of time. And it's not, I don't want to get to the point where I'm like 35 and it takes, too long for me to like uh, it takes too long for me to move because I'm already starting to move slow. I can just tell I'm, I'm slowing down a lot and I need to fix that. Anyway, consider this me, me fixing that. Oh, by the way, <laughs> you know how I told y'all about that fast food thing when all this time, like months and months without fast food. Like when I first started putting putting videos on YouTube or the podcast, I, I don't think I had fast food, but like one time in the YouTube era. But I did over the last week. I've just like I went ham on the fast food. I, I went back to cookout. I went back to Taco Bell. I stopped at Arby's on the way home tonight. Like 
it's like a whole new world for me. Like I'm getting to experience all this shit all over again. It's like, you know how, when you take some time off of smoking weed and like, like some legit time, like more than a week. And then you finally hit it one more time, man, you get put on the moon. That's what I'm feeling like with this fast food, man. Like I'm just getting put on the moon with fast food. That's just so good. Curly fries. Speaking of which, ain't nothing hotter than a curly fry. That sounds like a good place to. <laughs> it sounds like a good place to stop. Uh, all right. So this year, I have this handy dandy book that I got from Debbie at Pilot House. Love you, Debbie. Love the Pilot House. We get to play there. Uh, we get to play there a couple times a year, and. Um, Really love those people. They they bring us back every year for their Christmas party. And every year, she gives us a date book. And uh, this year, I usually use it for music, but this year I'm using it for podcast dates. So I actually have some, uh, I actually have a schedule and an order of dates that I have. I have, what's today? What's today's date? Today is the second. So a week from today, next uh, yeah, a week from today, next Wednesday, I have Phil Jackson, DJ QP. QP is gonna be in the house. He's gonna be sitting in the chair, and we're gonna be talking about surfing, music, uh, all kinds of stuff, just local shit, uh, whatever movies, wh- whatever comes up. I asked him if there was anything specific he wanted to talk about. He said he just wants to get in here and do one, and we're just going to go back and forth like we usually do. You know, real stream of consciousness stuff. I like shit like that. So that's going to be good. Stay tuned for QP. He's going to be here on, like I said, Wednesday tonight. And on Sunday the 13th, Patrick Hanna is going to be coming in. Brother Patrick is going to be coming back. We're going to talk more about movies since. And I was going to talk about that in this, but I'm saving it for that episode. Since I have, you guys listen to that episode with Patrick, I have started watching the uh, the Marvel movies. I've watched all of, pretty much, all of the Avengers movies. And I I only have like three or four more to watch before I'm caught up completely. And um, I yeah I, I, we're gonna we're gonna do a deep dive into those and also talk about some other things. But Patrick's coming back on the 13th to do that. And as of right now, unless something changes, unless something changes, Ashley Justice is signed on for episode number 100. And that and and not exactly sure what day that's gonna fall on, but. It will be sometime within the month of January, before the end of the month, episode 100 will be done. Also, not exactly sure when it is. It might be the 9th, but our one-year anniversary of doing MI Stuff is coming up soon. Um, MI Sports Nerd, MI Merle's on the Sports Nerds started in the summer of last year so we've already had our one year anniversary for the sports talk but our doing just MI stuff like outside of sports talks our first episode of of, uh, anything not doing with sports that anniversary is coming up very soon so be be expecting something special to come up for the one year anniversary Um, 
Oh, Seth is going to be here. I forgot to write that down. Seth is going to be here on, let's see, Sunday the 16th. Is that sound right? And that's Wednesday the 16th. Uh, Sunday the 20th, I believe. He's going to be here. Actually, let me look at this before I get off. I know I'm running out of time here, and I may have already... uh, I may have already run out of time on on music, but if I have, then just okay. Yep, Sunday the twentieth. I think we're gonna shoot for somewhere around the dark dark time hours because we're gonna get the telescopes out. Uh, Seth got a really sweet telescope for Christmas, and um, we're gonna get them out. And I got it's really dark out here by where I live. And you get really good sky. So we're gonna we're gonna be nerds and look at look at the moon and stars through telescopes after that. But he's gonna be here on the twentieth. And yeah, I think that's all I got. Chris D'Elia's new comedy special's out on the the uh, Comic America or Comedian America. I don't know what's called, it's on Netflix. Watch that. Let that be your homework for this week to watch. So yeah. Alright. That's all I got for you. YouTubers, hang tight for just a second. Let me uh, let me do an intro, and I want you to click some links here at the end of the video, if you will. So please do that. And uh, for audio people, Happy New Year. I hope this year is great for you. I hope this is the best year of your life. I hope that everything that you desire and need that you can obtain this year. I hope that you reach all of your goals. I hope that you succeed at everything that you try to do unless it is to hurt other people or yourself. All right. That's all I got for you. I love you. In a world full of shitty people, don't be one of those people. Be a good person. Peace, bitches.